Welcome to Drunk on Comics Podcast, episode 472. Anthony, thank you for joining me. It's good to be back. It's been a little bit. I uh, wasn't able to do the uh, interview with Dan, sadly. So, Dan, I miss you. That's all right. But out. hey, uh, we switched up uh, days of recording so that we can accommodate you to uh, to join us. But yeah. then, of course, Lynn's <laughs> leaves and... You know, it's going to force me to buy some new things, so wait till next week to <laughs> let me show you what I get. Yeah, I, you know, I feel like it's my duty to balance out lens. You know, all things in balance, right? You may want to or may not want to buy something. Lens pushes you towards the not buying it. I feel like it's my job to push you towards buying it. Being like, And not directly, just be like, ooh, that is really cool. That would be nice to get. So I did secretly already buy some things. I'll show you after. I look after forward we to record. it, yeah. <laughs> um, but we get into a lot of stuff in this episode. Video games, comic books, lots of Halloween stuff because yep. that just happened. And more. So until... <laughs> Till next year when there's more Halloweenness. Yep, we can all be happy again because the weather and the mood finally fits all of our dark yeah. hearts. Enjoy Drunk on Comics podcast episode 372, costume variants. sad once again the greatest season of the year you mean yes spooky season it i mean i don't know i do love uh christmas too but halloween is the best of all things i still imagine someday opening a bar and one of the reasons why i want to open the bar is so that i can have a halfway to halloween party to where in the springtime people come to that night i'll give them off of like whatever of drinks and anything mm-hmm. just i want another halloween it's like the christmas in july but for halloween yeah yeah i yeah, just yeah. want more dress up yep well and that i mean that works out too right timing it's still at least in michigan it's still cool so you can wear all of the costumes that you know you're not going to necessarily get super hot on them that's a good idea yeah and i'm very very happy with my costume this year especially with some mess ups with uh shipping, shipping and, times, and, yep. and, and so i had a 3d print <laughs> some of my stuff but i went as uh if anyone that has watched the loki tv series i went as loki but as one of the variants uh this variant because i wasn't going to shave my beard so i put some cool viking (laughs) beads in which i bought those beads uh i think last summer thinking yeah these would be cool in my beard but they really aren't because of the way beards are not all the same and my beard is just bushy and curly and i mean they they worked but just it it didn't look as great as i thought they would you're not so you gotta i mean people will probably think look at thor in endgame right he gets that like the curled beard it's like that's obviously if not necessarily his actual beard that's straight and not common to have a beard yeah yeah and so or just anyone on the viking shows or anything like Uh, my beard is more bushy than... Turns out than you're like... not Norse. <laughs> yeah. That's what I found out. But it looked good for what I was doing. But uh, anyways, I'm a bearded Loki that also was an airline pilot for a certain uh, airline company, uh, Delta. So I was the Delta variant. And I truly 
loved when people hey kids knew i was loki just because i have the loki yeah. helmet yep but when people kind of saw the name badge and saw the the pilot wings i had on my suit and just kind of when it dawned on them of mm-hmm. what i was and just their laughter like that pun just it... I, I will say you know we love puns right all the time you know stupid little uh, you know giggle a little bit because it's funny I will say when you brought up the because I couldn't see the badge under your coat, so I was like, okay, you're like pilot Loki. That's you know that's what mm-hmm. pilot Loki, right? And then you show me the badge and it's like Delta, and I was like, it was actually a satisfying pun, right? Because the costume looked good, and it was it was like I think it was I weirdest part the quality of the pilot's out like pilot's jacket that you had on looked very Loki, right? It had like gold bands and stuff like that, so. It, it had like a Loki vibe mm-hmm. to it. You had the horns, um, and then the badge, which you had made that custom badge, like printed it off. I was like, okay, it was actually a satisfying pun. Where I th- remember one of your past ones was like your Category Five Hurricane. You had a bunch of cat cables, right? It was kind of like a, you groan a little bit for the yeah. pun. You didn't groan on this one. It was actually a very high quality, and all the people that I showed it or talked about it to were impressed. Yeah, and but. it's. I'm actually going to be able to reuse this one for some Comic-Cons. I don't normally dress up. Uh, going through memory lane of past costumes, because I'm sh- everyone liked my costume this year, and I'm showing them some of the pictures of the past ones. And I totally forgot when I did the snap by Thanos, where I'm turning into dust, and how I pulled that illusion off with yep. like half, you know... The cardboard behind you with the dust yeah. moving off. Yeah. And, and wearing like black on one side and just having it... And, I wore that one uh, day to a Comic-Con. I just threw on the shirt and pants and everything. But this is going to be a lot easier to fit in a backpack and just throw on over a normal shirt and just wear some black jeans. So I'm looking forward to that because, again, it's the satisfying of the, the just that payoff of yeah. when, it, when people get it. And oh, I love this. I love this holiday so much. And this year I got the special privilege of actually being able to do a couple's costume which i haven't done a couple's costume in probably like six or seven years like it's been a long time since i've been able to do a couple's costume or even a group I haven't necessarily had a group costume to do with a bunch of other people so i want a tuxedo mask which was great because i owned about 80 percent of the costume already <laughs> i had to buy a white bow tie and a white vest <clears throat> and then a, a cape and that was it and i was like this is super oh and i got a mask i didn't have like a it was like a masquerade mask, um, but I'll totally wear that at a Comic Con. That might be the only place I can go where people will know who the heck I am, <laughs> right? Even w- the Halloween party that both of us went to, literally nobody there knew who it was. Uh, I and probably only a couple people knew who Sailor Moon was. Who my date for the evening was dressed up as Sailor Moon, and I was like. How do, you, How do not... you not know Sailor Moon? Yeah. Right? These are all millennials. You don't even have to have watched it. Like no. I didn't watch the whole series. I've watched a handful of yeah. episodes. But you know People who know Sailor who Moon the Power is. Rangers are. They know Sailor Moon. They know Dragon Ball Z. They know Pokemon. Like They were just, as a kid, they were on product. It was like you had a Hello Kitty backpack, Sailor Moon backpack, stuff like that. So the fact that they didn't know. I've never known a person could have so little culture until this moment. <laughs> and I was like, wow, it, have, it sheds a new light on them to me. So... Uh, yes, and and one of the big things that uh, when it comes to Halloween is making your own costume, not just a store bought one. Because yep. when you just buy a store bought one, like 
you just bought it. Like, so you, you uh, created that from buying different things, putting it together and everything. Yeah, like morph suits and stuff like that, where it's just the printed costume of the character. Yeah, like a Spider-Man like costume. Yeah. Like, no, but if you made made it, mm-hmm. that's that's really cool. That's or like the, the accessories. Uh, the, I don't know what they call it, like the Brooklyn one or whatever, where it's like the hoodie with like the torn out or torn off oh, arms yeah. and stuff like that. Like, you can make that, and it's got a cool vibe instead of necessarily just buying a spandex suit that technically may look accurate, but it doesn't have... There's such character to making it yourself. And, that, and there's there's plenty of people that, that dress up, uh, not just kids, obviously us as adults, um, but even some celebrities, which there have been some great ones that I've seen online. Um, Jeremy Renner went as Hawkeye, which... Mm-hmm. You know, it kind of makes you question, like, did he just steal that from the set? Like, or does yeah. he just always have it? But that was all part of him having to chaperone his daughter to school and them wanting him to be Hawkeye. So that was cool. Most hilarious that I saw, though, was Steve Buscemi because <laughs> it's one of my favorite memes. Yep. Uh, hello, fellow kids. Or is it yeah. fellow How do you students? do, fellow kids? Yeah. He walks around by the, he's got like a skate, the red uh, baseball cap backwards and then he's got the skateboard hanging over soldier or shoulder yeah and and so he went as that which that's just perfect he can Uh, and this thing he can only do it once right and he did it this year so it's like this is a good halloween year steve buscemi went as his meme self uh from his own show i don't even know what it's from i don't think i've ever looked uh, it up uh, that it was a small little random thing on 30 rock and it just turned into a meme yeah because uh, I remember watching that. And yeah, and then what I think is the best costume, though, uh, because, again, everyone, you know, people can be other things. Um, this not being one of the best ones, but it's been going around is uh, Paul Rudd and him, his daughter being Wasp. Yes. So I wouldn't he be Ant-Man? Well, he was Weird Al. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> find out that that's actually, I think, a couple years ago when that happened. It was, yep. Um you know, people are just sharing sharing their pictures, but Spirit Halloween, <laughs> and this is why, mainly because, and I think we should talk about Dune in a, in a second, but Spirit Halloween, they always have those knockoff costumes. Mustache Plumber. Well, we know that's Mario. Yeah, yeah. Um, race car driver, and it's like a bald cap and like some sleeve of like tattoos for like Vin Diesel or something like the weirdest name thing. So this is President of Sand Planet. And it's pretty much supposed to be the sandworms from Dune. Yep. I don't know. It, it looks so just dumb that I kind of just want to put this on. Well, it's, you know, the funny thing too, the best part is that they could have just called it sand, purple sandworm, right? They could be completely literal. But the fact that they call it President of Sand Planet, right? It's like this is in Dune. This is the Shia Lude, the great the worm. Yeah. yeah. And it's like the fact that they actually use a reference. So I, I looked up a quick list of like knockoff ones, and the top one was Juice Demon. It's Beetlejuice, oh. right? Because, yeah, he's kind of a demon Wait. and he's juice. But... Name some of them, and I'll, I'll name what they really are. Uh, so there's uh, Sidekick Bros. Okay, so Mario Brothers. Mario, yep, Luigi. Um, Misfit Hipster. That could be a. Uh, it's Harley. Yep, it's Harley okay. Quinn. Uh, Juice Demon. We talked about Beetlejuice. Uh, pubescent Frog of Silent War. Ninja Turtle? Yeah, Teenage Mutant Ninja <laughs> Turtle. So um, let's see. There's Unusual Events. 
for X for oh Stranger Things. Stranger Things, yep. Uh, <laughs> Wolf Clan Warrior. The Witcher. Uh, John Snow. Um, okay. So it's like a generic Wolf Clan Warrior. Oh, true okay, King gotcha. of the North. Okay, yeah. Um, let's see. Let's find. Oh, Spooky Family Matriarch. So Morticia Adams. Yep. Yep. And then. Uh, Deep Sea Serena. Deep Sea. It's uh, it's spelled it's like Siren but Sirena. Oh, Ariel. Yep. Okay. yep Little Mermaid. Yep. And then uh, Hermione Grinder. <laughs> Harry Potter. Yeah, Her- Hermione Granger, but Hermione Grinder. It's like so. These are they're not just you know weird names, right? Were those half of them sexy outfits too? Uh, yes, so, uh, Misfit Hipster was mm-hmm. sexy, um, one we didn't cover, but there's one, uh, Winona Ryder's, it's Red Dead Beetle Bride, which is Winona Ryder's wedding dress, except instead of a dress short, it's like a skirt, so you can actually see the panties, like it's, oh, yeah, and then, uh, the other one is, there. oh, sorry, I missed one, Naughty Napping Princessa. Sleeping Beauty? Yes, but it's Sexy Sleeping Beauty. Oh. What's, the thing is, you can take any even occupation and just put sexy in front of it, yeah. and they'll make a costume of it. Yep. Like, Thankfully, Hermione Grinder looks just like the normal costume. Just the Gryffindor uh, robe outfit. It's not like sexy Hermione. So, And those ones are pretty easy to do when you can just buy a scarf. And, yeah, I've done Harry jacket. Potter in yeah. the past. I mean... I will, it's a little bit better because I had my cousin crochet me a Gryffindor scarf, so it's like a handmade scarf. But you just buy a Gryffindor robe and then buy any wand in the world, and you're like, let me just draw a lightning bolt on my forehead because I wear glasses. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm Harry Potter. Put a little tape on your glasses. You call it good, right? Oh, but again, the, the, the season is over, and I get sad. I did see a meme that made the transition a little bit easier for me. And it was like a little animated short that somebody put together of, is it Mariah Carey, All I Want for Christmas? Yeah. Of her landing on the rooftop of somebody's house and started singing All I Want for Christmas. And the dad started freaking out and telling the son to go get the shotgun. And he <laughs> runs outside and he's like, you bitch, get off of my roof. And he st- goes to try to fire. But unfortunately, she's too powerful and brings on a swarm of you know Christmas. She just spreads Christmas with uh, All I Want for Christmas. So... Thanksgiving is screwed yet again, and we've entered Christmas season, which isn't a bad season. I don't know that it necessarily needs to be two months long, but... Yeah, and that's the thing, too. Let, let Thanksgiving be there to have its own yeah. ownness. Like, there's plenty of things to be thankful for. I do love food and family gatherings and stuff, so, like, I mean... Yeah, I mean, Thanksgiving can be a little bit just boring because of uh-huh. the reasons behind it and all that. It's really the transition between the two best holidays. Like, it's yeah, it's the shit in between It's funny the we sandwich. put them in the last three months of the year, put them, both of them. The two top holidays are in the last quarter of the year. Well, I mean, and when you look at it, too, summer holidays are kind of like, cool, we get off for summer, but, yeah, they're not as much fun as, as the two. Yeah. Really. I think it's just, you know, Halloween, I mean... Halloween and Christmas are kind of the two sides of the coin, right? You don't dress up in Christmas. That's saying so. Halloween decorations. There is, but Halloween's got kind of like a mood to it, and everybody's like, "Oh, we," you know, thinks of cool costumes. Or it's like, "Okay, let's 
you know, let's get together and have like a, you know, a potion or, you know, a cauldron that's filled with whatever, you know, mixed drink that you're going to be mixing up. Um, you know, even back as a kid, right, you'd have like little parties, got the, there's just an event to it, much like Christmas, right? Christmas morning has your opening gifts, you're giving gifts to each other, you have like family dinner, which is at three o'clock, right? It's the Midwest. If anybody doesn't, isn't in the Midwest, we call it dinner, but it happens about two to three in the afternoon because you've eaten so much, you're not going to eat again, right? You might have a little snack later on, but um, it's just like such a pomp and circumstance to it. And there is to Halloween as well, but it's spooky, right? You can be creative with your costume. It's not quite too cold yet to you just stay inside. You can still go outside a little bit. And of course, candy. I bought uh, full-size candy bars this year for the kids. I was at my parents' this weekend, but we did have some trick-or-treaters, and so I was like, you're getting full-size Reese's, you're getting full-size Hershey's, and then, unfortunately, Payday. Those were the three candies that they had available <laughs> at the dollar store. But I was like, hey, at least they're full-size. you got, you got to be known as that. My house. mom was asking me, what you know, what, what what do you think the kids are like? I'm like, mom, get whatever you think you'll eat leftovers. Yes. I, did, I was like, I don't kids know Kids will how eat everything. It, yeah. They'll eat Smarties. They'll eat literal sugar chalk. <laughs> you take chalk from the chalkboard, you dip it in sugar, put it in candy, they'll eat it, right? But again, you've got to eat the rest. You're not going to take it back, probably, so. Yeah. And don't forget that uh, since it's after Halloween, candy is likely still on sale for the week. Oh, I still need to go and check out. I've gotten tons of decorations yes. and things for future costuming like some wigs and everything mm -hmm. or some like wings that half off man yeah i'll come up with something later on and uh we went to home depot this weekend on sunday halloween day and they were all they had already marked stuff half 40 60 percent off for halloween decorations and stuff so if you're one of those people that wants the deal now's the time to get it little tombstones and uh, spider webs and all that kind of stuff on sale um so speaking of President of Sand Planet, yes, wasn't that a great movie? I haven't seen it Are yet. Are you fucking kidding me? No. Can we even be friends? I. It's funny because I'm like, I, I literally am sitting at home and I'm thinking, why haven't I just gone in to see it? Now, it's because the girlfriend wants to see it too. And so I'm waiting, but I was like, maybe I should just see it twice. Maybe you should break up with her if you have to <laughs> wait to see it with her. And now, you know, tom uh, tomorrow we're going to go see The Eternals. And so I'll have to delay again. Maybe I'll just take work off. I'll go see. She's not working. We'll do a double double movie, double header. We'll go see a movie, get some dinner, and then we'll meet up for Eternals. I mean, Eternals is pretty long. Dude, that's a that's I say, a we'll, we'll put a break, long not back to back. <laughs> we'll do a little break in between it. But, I mean, it's no different than me binging nine hours of anime. I mean, that is so. true. And I have binged a lot of TV shows since, yes. since last we recorded. But... Is there any new plot? Because I've seen the first Dune, and I know this doesn't extend as long as the other one. So Did you read the book? Uh, I tried. I've read uh, a Cliff Notes of it, because that is a long, arduous book to read. I think it's uh, very, very good. I And I'll say, too, I honestly haven't read the book, but I've read enough of the lore throughout yeah, my yeah. life. Yep. Uh, the problem is, is that the lore is really cool. It's almost like he should have written a Wikipedia, not a book, right? Because the book tries to cram all of this information of, like, the lore across the different 
planets and the you know the, all the noble families and the king and all that stuff into a into a book and the book is like a singular book the size of the lord of the rings trilogy so it's just a really it's a dense one it's hard to read but yeah i know the story i know captain picard was in the original i saw that forever ago i, I did do a rewatch not terribly long ago it's rough i'll be honest if anyone wants to go back and see what um the old dune looks like i'll give you a warning uh bring a beer or two <laughs> because it's a long one it's like watching a shakespeare play at some level so but tell me well i mean i can't believe that oh, i was just gonna make up some bullshit like people <laughs> died but then i'm like well some people that did sand, die that so it's like president of sand planet got elected again for yeah. another term yeah <laughs> um no it was it was great and it's it already got greenlit for part two. Yep. There's been a lot of talk and rumors, which honestly, I think they're pretty founded as being true, that they knew going into it that they were going to make the part two. Because I heard that he had some foot. He already basically has footage to use for two that they just didn't include in one because he basically knew they're going to greenlight the second one. Well, no, they honestly were a little hesitant of with the pandemic and everything if because there was a lot of money riding on it. Yeah. But when it really came to last summer and really like when they were talking about, cause he was fighting, uh, the director was fighting to get it only in theaters. Cause he knew just mainly, I mean, y- you know, you have your residuals, you have, you know, that, that, uh, being able to be on top of like the movie pile, like we made like this much money and yep. we're, you know, one of the top best movies and kind of, you know, there's a little bit of that bragging rights, which honestly I think it probably would have made, Buko Bucks uh, had it just been in theaters, but it was free on HBO Max, which is where I honestly watched it, but I would rewatch it again too. But with that being said, there it's Warner Brothers, man. Like they they are in charge of it and they make some pretty bad decisions when it comes to movies. So there was some like yeah, maybe they won't make a second one. Yeah, yep. And but I also think too when they were promoting it and and saying that at that point in time, though, they truly knew this is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Like, we're going to make number two, but what we're going to do is get people going to the theater by making it seem like it's not going to, who knows if it's, so you have to go to the theater to support it, to give it that money, to give it that boost, to be like, it's an A-plus movie and everything. Yeah. So I do think there's a little fuckery behind that, but uh, I'm, I'm glad. It's but, the political game, right, in making films where... And like you were saying, with the um, doing the theater only, you get you get a more clear cut number of how successful the movie is, right? Because you can't necessarily say, and it's the same thing with Netflix. They say, "Oh, Netflix released this movie, um, and it made you know sixty five million dollars." It's like unless people bought Netflix and then immediately watched that movie. That's, you can't necessarily say that's the only thing, right? There's a lot of other stuff on Netflix. Same with HBO Max. So if you do theaters only, you get a really concrete number that you can play into the politics of going to the studio heads and being like, hey, this is making money. You know, Let us make a second one. I've got more story already written. right? We have an established universe. We don't have to make this stuff up. Well, so. one of my friends, when we were watching it, uh, goes, part one... Did they say that they're having a part two? I go, nope. That's fucking ballsy <laughs> that is. they just put that right as the title sequence. Yep. Like, 
title I, card comes up and it says part one. It's like, I don't know if I'm going to get part two, but, yep, but I'm going to let the people know. <laughs> yeah, but this is not everything. And I've seen some people's reviews that I now realize I'm never listening to their reviews again because they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. They're like, okay, I take that back a little bit because what they said is partially true. They're like, I felt like it wasn't the full story, but that was the point. It's it not, wasn't. It's part one. But they're like, <laughs> but it just felt like it was getting there, and and right before, and it I'm felt like, like they didn't get enough of a payoff. And, and 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 I also though look back at many other movies too, like Fellowship. Yes, there was battles and everything, just like in Dune, there was battles and stuff. But like the end of Fellowship, like when everyone kind of just breaks off and 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 goes their ways, like what happens to Sam and Frodo? They're going out a river. Right? Yeah, you know, like they... like there's a lot of like not satisfying at all like what the hell's going on and yeah. it and it ends so again i don't think that that's necessarily a bad thing i can understand the want but to say it was a bad movie because of that that's just terrible on yeah. you for i mean not you can you can look at like an infinity war right you have the leftover of who's what happens right all these people get dusted okay what is, happens that there is something that needs to be resolved but there's a pretty hard ending, right? The conflict is resolved. It's just like Lord of the Rings. The bat, the fighting in the woods is resolved. They've gone their separate ways, wherever that is. But it, again, right? Like you're saying, Lord of the Rings, um, Merry and Pippin have literally been kidnapped. They got to chase them down. That's the whole, you know, that's in fellow or um, two towers. And so, yeah, I, I think people need to understand that. I, I guess maybe just the marketing established it as like a one-time movie right also the fact that the previous movie was one movie granted it was like so freaking long but um and this one was long too wasn't it? it was like two and a half three hours or something yeah. like that and so but there's a dune is huge i think that i maybe it's just the average person kind of going to be feeling unresolved i get it if you feel like there was something brought up and they call it um Gosh, Chekhov's gun. And I've heard of that concept for anyone who's not a movie person. Chekhov's gun is a writing tool where basically you introduce something that your uh, viewer or reader knows is going to be important, right? So you show an obvious knife or a gun on the wall that's going to be used later, and it actually is used. That's purposeful, right? It gives the it gives the person, the viewer the feeling of like resolution and that's nice so maybe there was some of that in dune where there was like things that were presented as if this will be important and maybe it will but it'll probably be important in two or maybe three depending on how far he goes but people yeah i don't think you should necessarily rate the movie bad because of that sure the payoff's not great but you wait a couple years and you get another one right and the payoff's gonna be awesome there well that's the thing cool story uh i want to say the budget was 300 million so domestically, the numbers right now are about seventy million. So that's not, again, something that most people would greenlit. But then again, there is the difference too of how many people subscribe to HBO Max because of it. I know the next one they have said is going to be only in theaters. Uh, so and that's going to be at least two years. I think it's twenty twenty three is when they said. You know, coming from Warner Brothers, I'll believe it when I see it, only in theaters. Right? True. Uh, I, I want it to be. I, personally, I, I like the idea of a theater only. Um, I mean, I get it. In, in the co- We're still in the COVID era, right? We always have to remind, remind ourselves we can't just have theaters be full 
packed with people, you know, uh, 200 people again, necessarily, but um, there's just a different experience and being able to go like, that's part of the reason why for me not seeing it, I want to see Dune in IMAX. Like Dune is an IMAX movie, right? So I'd like to see that there, but yeah, I'll believe it when I see, when they actually go for it. They're being they've been sued multiple times by people already. We'll see when they commit. I did look up the budget, 165 million. Oh, okay, I was way off. So they've uh, about doubled, and that's just domestic too. So yep. they'll probably yeah get close enough internationally as well. God, if you can make double what you paid and they still don't greenlight a second one, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> When you make an extra $150 million, and they're like, I don't know if that's worth two movies. It's like, come on. I've literally just paid for the second movie. So, um, Going on to our favorite of all streaming sites, Netflix. Yes. Uh, still we're, give us our money. I was saying, are we sponsored yet? <laughs> um, so they have a, 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 a new, I want to say it's a series, uh, or original movie, sorry, called The Harder They Fall. And the only reason why I bring this up is because in it, there is a train, and the train is the C.A. Bozeman train. Okay. Named after Chadwick. Like, putting that in there, I'm like, oh, it's still, you know. Tugs of the heartstrings, yeah. Yeah, like, that's such just a sweet, nice thing. And, And obviously, you know, someone on Netflix had to have approved it to be like, you know, go ahead and, and use his name, you know, on on the side of a train for it or whatever. But uh, really, that's cool also for everyone involved that, that thought that that would be kind of a cool little trivia um, to to put that in there. So that is cool of them. Yeah, it's nice to get little shout outs. Um, that's all I have to say about that. Okay. <laughs> um. You, you were talking about a trailer that came out earlier this oh, week. yes. Well, actually, two days ago, two or three days ago, Morbius. Uh, I like it. I think it looks cool. I think, you know, I have a love-hate relationship with Jared Leto. So why? <laughs> because uh, his Joker sucks hard, but the Snyder Cut Joker doesn't suck hard. And then uh, I'm trying to think of an, uh, his Blade Runner performance. Phenomenal. Loved him in it, right? And so it's like, then there's kind of like, there's just roles that are made for him and roles that aren't. This looks kind of like a role that seems to be made for him. Kind of this, you know, Morbius is in the movie, they're taking like this pseudo anti hero, tortured soul kind of approach where he's got the vampire powers, but he's got, you know, the standard vampire curse. He. L- you know, longs for blood and lusts after it. So he's, you know, he doesn't want to kill anybody. He's a doctor, but at the same time, he's like, I need to feed. So pretty cool. Uh, there was a little shot that I saw. Um, I haven't looked up any, like, fan theories based on the um, trailer, but there was a shot of Spider-Man. So they are keeping it in the Marvel Universe as far as how tied in they're going to. I don't know. that would be interesting to see. But they are definitely connecting it. That this is a world with superheroes. It's not, you know... It's not like a, kind of like the Venom, how Venom kind of introduced the character. And it's like, oh, superhero things don't really happen. This is in a world where superhero things do happen. So people will kind of be more accepting to a vampire power guy. As long <laughs> as he doesn't kill, like, innocent people, I guess. If he only kills the bad guys. So. Well, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think that they'd be opposed to a vampire 
mm-hmm. hero person. I will had Blade. I will say this: uh, the movie is dark in tone. It really it it looks a lot like the uh, Dark Knight series, the the Nolan films. But I think that they have strayed away from pulling a Game of Thrones, right, where it's too dark and you can't see anything. It looks to be very bright as a movie, but there's like this, you know, you can see everything, but there's a nice dark overtone. So it's got that same feeling, this kind of like he's in the darkness, he's a bat. It's not too dissimilar from Batman, but uh, it looks good for me so far. It's a pretty decent trailer, too. It's got a good amount of content in it. Hopefully they didn't put the end of the movie in the trailer. And so we're all disappointed. We say, oh, great, we're getting to the trailer part, and it's the end of the movie. That's why I try to stay away from trailers. Yeah. Uh, I saw some some stuff about uh, the new Thor movie that I'm like, nope. Even though <laughs> I love to talk and, and dissect what might be going on, it's like I want to enjoy the movie, so I'm kind of staying away from that stuff. I I don't know if it's just becoming more an, a more of an adult and like getting older and not or you know not necessarily caring. I actually have no problem being patient for the movie nowadays to get that true experience of not knowing, right? Where it's like. I talked to my nieces and nephew about Christmas. They're like trying to guess every single thing about what present I got, right? Where someone's like, I got you the perfect present. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't wait. I'm not guessing it, right? I don't care that I have to wait till Christmas to get it. Same with the movies. I'm trying to stay away from the Spider-Man stuff. I'm really excited for the next film. And so I'm like, trailers are cool. They get me hyped, but I don't want to be spoiled because some trailer director is an idiot and is like this scene looks dope throw it in the trailer and it's like a hero dying and you're like oh i don't want that to be spoiled like or transformers i think is the notorious one they put the literal end of the film in the trailer so you actually knew what happened if you were had half a brain and you watched the trailer so uh i will say this i saw set photos of the new uh transformers movie that Mm -hmm. they're making that i think is going to be an abomination because of the mix matching regular transformers beast and beast wars yeah. and it's just like i it, it won't work and There's the other no ones didn't work either that so that work yeah i'm just not looking forward to that at all but they have old school looking optimus uh mac truck and it looks cool yeah. like i'm like <laughs> i don't want to be a truck driver ever but i would love to the just s- own that truck the story's gonna make no sense and suck but the toys that come out of it are going to be awesome. I hope so, because yeah. <laughs> sometimes, too, the toys are not the yeah. best when it comes uh, I realized something, and I don't think I've even mentioned it on air. The reason why I think I love Transformers so much is I love puzzles. Mm-hmm. I watch a lot of YouTube channels. Uh, Chris Ramsey is a good one. He's a magician that loves solving puzzles that just watching him do it and, like, kind of thinking of how I would do it as well. Obviously, he would have his own ways of going about it and everything, but just my brain just functions in that. I like just puzzles. And Transformers are a toy that is a freaking puzzle to reassemble and turn it into robot or vehicle mode. And so I think that that is why I love Transformers so much. I think that is my number one of all things. Well, I would have to say... That I would agree, particularly, think the first Transformers, like the first modern Transformers uh, with Shia LaBeouf, that first time you see Optimus stand up and just the intricacy of this, the, it, 
that is one of the most satisfying CG scenes of the modern era, in my opinion, because just all of the parts seeming, and they're not like randomly moving, right? They're not just like shifting. They look like they're locking in a very part, like an engineer said, CG guys, this is what this looks like. Make it happen. And it's just so satisfying. So, and then they gave him a mouth. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, wait a minute. This guy's made out of metal. How does that work? Um, but yeah, you can't, again, if at least some cool toys and the visuals are look good, all right, I'll, I'll take the, you know, the first one was put the cube in my chest anyways. So it's not that, like we were so, starting so that's, off that's, that's, that's a series that I, I don't, that I will look into a little bit more to, to gauge if I need to see it or not in theaters. I probably will. But then again, I didn't watch the, the last night until we reviewed it for our shitty Thanksgiving movie yeah. a couple years ago. And by God, I'm glad I didn't pay to go see that in the <laughs> theaters because not good. So I'm not hopeful for the new one. Just It's leaning into that humans fighting robots. It's not just the robots fighting each other on Earth, right? It's the humans it's like, give him, give the human a sword. He can fight a robot. It's <laughs> yeah. like, hold up. <laughs> yeah. That's not how physics works. This is a robot. It's like four He'll tons. Flick you. Yeah. <laughs> um. I am happy, though, Marvel is planning on doing a lot more of the one-shot little short films that they they used to do. Uh, I want to say there's been at least ten, maybe five to ten, that they did throughout some of the other Avengers movies in Phase 1. And they include them on the DVDs. But sometimes you'd be able to see them like before the next movie. So, like, a little ten-minute whatever. The, the biggest one that most people know now is... Uh, uh, all hail the king um that that comes out of you know ben kingsley mm-hmm. before the going into the new uh shang chi movie and yep. everything so yeah I'm, I'm cool with them doing just shorts of making this world bigger and better because i need more marvel well that's i mean we i know we talked about it we did the uh, uh after seeing shang chi that They've just been so successful, one, at pacing, right, and giving you content in between the major films, right? So we had enough content between, um, I guess the last one was Endgame, and now getting back into, like, Spider-Man, Eternals, and stuff like that, back into the true MCU, you just had enough content. They're really good at making enough content for uh, you not to feel like you're, you know, unlike Star Wars, Right where you have like these huge gaps and there's not quite the content that you amount that you want, and they're also expanding the universe. Right, they're not just saying here's a cool story. Again, the All Hail the King. It's this small little story, completely unnecessary. Right, the explanation of why is that character where he is in Shang Chi. It's not even necessary, right? They explain it in the movie. They're like, oh, he captured me. Okay, that was enough. That's all you need to know that why he's there. But you get that little extra, and it's just kind of like, it, I don't even need to go to Wikipedia for the MCU. Like, everything else, I always feel like I have to go to the Wikipedia to get the expanded mm-hmm. universe of the media. The MCU just keeps filling it up. And so it's like, cool, I can just wait till the next thing. Uh, what's our next thing? Eternals? On yes. This week, and then... Then Spider-Man. And then Spider-Man next month. Um it's nice to have enough content. I don't have to feel like I'm waiting. And then right after Spider or right before Spider Man, I think, will be Hawkeye series. I don't know, it's around Christmas time. Yeah, it's Christmas, yep. So it'll be about the same time. And then that leads us gives us a 
you know, you go see Spider-Man, then you come home and don't binge it. Watch it over time, uh, the Hawkeye series, and then that leads us into um, Love and Thunder and Multiverse of Madness next year. So, and then also I just know, realized, Witcher season two comes out December twenty first, so I also got that to watch. I'm super pumped for that because I loved season one. When are we ever gonna get Stranger Things? Because it's been forever. It these been kids, a long time. these kids are gonna be in high school by the yeah. time it comes out. <laughs> well, we saw uh, Gaten at the um, Motor, Motor City, City. Comic Con, and uh, he's looking older. They they age pretty quick in in high school. Yeah. So <laughs> it'll be interesting. <laughs> I mean, and just imagine too though if they started filming before the pandemic and then like already you can kind of just do a time shift in seasons. Uh-huh. But during the middle of the season, like, if you had to stop production and then be like, oh, Jesus, like, these people got really older. Yeah. Hit puberty. uh, I mean, Gaten's 19. So, I mean, I get it. A lot of times actors are more older than their characters are. But when your voice gets really low all of a sudden and you're supposed to be in ninth grade, that's, you know, (laughs) it looks a little awkward. But Have you watched uh, Why the Last Man? I have not. Okay. That's a series with, like, the last guy on Earth. Yes. There's pl- plenty of women, but there's only one guy. Okay. It's so good. I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Uh, there's a lot of Karens, and sometimes people may think, damn, women just turn crazy during this, like, random apocalypse that killed all men. But I could also see a little bit of why they would go crazy, too. I honestly didn't read the comic books, but I know the storyline of the comic books like I do most things kind of want to go and read them but i'm also just enjoying it for what it is but mm-hmm. oh it's it's so good and i just want to kind of throw that out there go watch that show uh i know it got picked up for a second season but like so that it keeps getting picked up we need viewers and also what we do in the shadows oh my god if you haven't watched that show i don't know what else to tell you you're just an idiot it's the right brand of comedy like it's just the it's the correct brand of comedy. It's just that it goes in so many directions that you it hits you from all the different places. Like you uh-huh. you think you know the joke, but then they just swerve and say another joke that just makes you belly laugh because even though you're gonna laugh at the eventual it catches joke. you off guard mm-hmm. because you didn't expect it to go that way. Yeah, and that's just kind of the humor. That's just the the one thing of both the movie and the show is writing. It just has such clever writing. And the performances are obviously great and delivering on it. But it goes to show you when you have a good writer or writers on your show, you can really do a lot. Because they don't have a whole lot, right? It's just kind of the the life of vampires uh, in New Zealand. Um, and just the fact that... What's well, the movie. The, this that's one, the they're movie. Uh, yep. New York. But it's like the idea that... You know, they took a concept that's really simple. And it's just the average daily life, right? You take the standard sitcom... Uh, formula and mix in with vampires and you wouldn't expect to be able to get the kind of comedy that you get out of it but it's very rewarding um what might you have to discuss i have a bunch of other things but i realize i've been talking I was a gonna say, well what we were talking about watching stuff um i recently went through and remade my what to watch anime list um and it was also looking at what i've covered so this year i've caught up with a lot of stuff i've definitely been playing catch up so my hero academia you haven't watched it like top five anime of all time so you should probably go watch it um 
The Promised Neverland, we watched this year. Super good. Super pumped for season two. I have no idea what's coming out. Um, Jujutsu Kaisen. This is a kind of a it released this year. Um, popped up out of nowhere. Very clever magic system. It's like curses. So humans can wield curses in order to fight actual the embodiments of curses. Like curse magic and stuff. Very cool. Um, let's see. Demon Slayer. We talked about the movie previously after seeing this uh, the first season, season, I guess it's kind of season three, season two-ish, because it's we talked about they're basically taking the movie that's the beginning then, of the yeah. season, and then they'll fill the rest of it. It's just unfortunate that they're dub, you know, double dipping. Dragon Ball Z does that, and I hate it, because they'll start <laughs> yeah. a new season. I'm like, wait, this is the movie. I don't want to watch this. Um, if the graphics are or in fight scenes are like improved, great, but I don't know how you would improve it. They did such a fantastic job with the effects on the, the series itself. Um, if you're into, uh, the, uh, Isekai is the name of it, but that's the trapped in another world. So things like Sword Art Online, right, where you get trapped in another world. There's one that came out this year called Tsukamichi, um, and, or Moonlit Fantasy. It's, it's a really weird name to call it Moonlit Fantasy because it's like, it is a comedy, um, series it's not so much it is a fantasy and it's got the overpowered main character and he builds up like this kind of mini harem of characters around him but it's very humorous so i highly recommend it if you're looking for something a little more lighthearted. not where sword online is not lighthearted. it's like you know talking about he's stuck in here and people have depression from it and they're building a family, and then the family member dies. And it's like really dark. So this is sort of also has like a bajillion different like clones or yes. like sequels, but a that aren't direct them. sequels. There's Gun Art Online, I think is Gun Gale. Oh, Gun oh, yeah. Gale Online, yeah. Which is same thing. It's with... a spinoff, same concept, different characters, yeah. and um. So uh, I'm looking forward to catching up on some of the top rated ones. Uh, Attack on Titan, catching up. They finished, so Attack on Titan is done. No, uh, with well, what, the series with the, the series, yeah. yeah, with the story of the series, so you can watch all of the episodes now, right? They're not going to be making another. No, 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 no. The the manga is done. The series, which they thought was going to be done, they realized also. I think with the pandemic, there's still sixteen more episodes. That's going to be a whole other season. Oh, they or... split it into two. Yeah, it's the final season. Yeah, so. I guess, let me look it up, I think. Because originally it was going to be, I think, only like 20 episodes, or they originally had said going into it, there's only 16 episodes, mm -hmm. but then people were like, knowing that they've read the book, they're like, how the hell are they going to get all that in 16 episodes? And I believe they now have an additional like 16, 20 episodes to... So I just looked, it says, but they're not releasing until January 9th, 2022. So wow! So I'll catch up. I have read manga, so I I do know how it ends. So, but the animation is just so good, and it it dipped for a bit. It was kind of like eh, and then they brought it back, and like season three and four have, were phenomenal. So that I'll be watching that, and then I'll probably right after that start watching probably JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. It's so I haven't good. started it yet, it's... and I feel like it's just what I need to watch. One uh, hearing everyone talk about it, and and it is ridiculous. But in such a satisfying way mm -hmm. that I don't know how, like, people, 
people that make fun of it, they're making fun of it in a fun way. Like, there's no way to really criticize it of saying it's bad because it's not. It's wholeheartedly quality. Great. The writing is great. Some of the dumb jokes are dumb jokes, but they're meant to be. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. I can't wait till you start watching that. <laughs> yeah, and it's you know it covers the memes, and there's only so long you can go seeing all the memes and be like, okay, I don't get these. I'll finally watch it to figure out what the memes all mean. So, um, yeah, that's on my list of what to watch. Uh, there's some interesting stuff going on in the gaming news world. So Blizzard, which we talked about, this would be a couple months ago at this point. They had a lot of the. Uh, stuff come out where the governing body in uh, California opened a lawsuit against um, Blizzard Entertainment, so Activision Blizzard, uh, specifically for uh, creating an environment of sexual harassment. So I don't know if you remember the uh, Bill Cosby room. So there was like this room where they had a big like framed picture of bill cosby's face and the idea was like this was the room you would take people back to have sex with it was very dark (laughs) like and this was these were like executives like directors and managers in the company and there's a this picture of a bunch of them you know the good old boys club in the hotel room with the picture the bill cosby picture and stuff so very poor taste on top of also being amoral um so they've been consistently dealing with blowback from that for the uh, last half year um, update is that they've actually started particularly in World of Warcraft like removing characters and content over the last month or so uh, related to anybody who's been involved in that kind of stuff so there's a lot of characters and items in the game that are named after employees who have worked on the game or from the company right and so they've got multiple things they've they've come out and talked about how you know, we're not changing these as a smoke screen. We're trying to, you know, make up for the issues we've had in the past. Who knows if it'll actually change. This is probably the third or fourth, like, big moment in the gaming community of trying to get rid of, like, sexual harassment. And just uh, there's a lot of, like, uh, inappropriate leadership in the gaming community or the game development community. Um, so that's going on. And then probably the biggest new mmo it's called new world for anyone who doesn't know that's uh amazon game studios actually made it so this is an amazon created game um they're struggling right now because uh they have multiple uh people or multiple issues with duplication so people are actually able to duplicate money in the game and in a game that has an in-world economy, often these companies actually hire real-world economists to basically run their economics department for the game to make sure the economies are good. You have things like, you know, in real life, I can't go out and kill a wolf and I get money off of it, right? But in the game, that's one of the ways to make money is you, like, you know, killing creatures and monsters and stuff, you get money. You need what's called a gold sink. So you need a way to permanently extract gold from the economy. In this game, they have fees. So if you use like a smelter to smelt iron or to make like leather armor or something, you pay a fee on top of that. And that just basically gets taxed and goes away from the system. Well, when you can infinitely make gold, there's no, <laughs> your economy crashes basically. Yeah. So last week, they actually, or earlier this week, they froze their economy. There was no way for you to transfer money from one player to another. 
whether that's through buying or selling items. You can directly trade with somebody, give them money. And then they have banned thousands of people for exploiting the, using these different exploits. Um, as well as there's actually some pretty major streamers who have streamed themselves using these exploits, not just the money ones, but also like ones where you could do like nearly infinite damage to bosses and stuff like that. And they've been banning them live. So hopefully the game doesn't die. Is this what happened to Roblox? Because uh, you heard that they've been down for, they were down for like a couple days. Yeah, I don't think it's necessarily the same because Roblox is not like an exploitable game in the sense that it's like, you know, I create my own little game world and if I exploit it, that's not Roblox problem. Okay, yeah. But they, I do believe they're having infrastructure issues. Okay. Now, Amazon will probably never have infrastructure issues because they literally own the infrastructure, right? They're a cloud provider, so they're using their own cloud to power their game. So probably won't have that, but this is, there's been, there's a game called Wildstar. It was an MMO. It was a very successful concept. And then they had uh, massive inflation because of poor choices in their economy. And it actually killed the game about four or five months later. And they ended up shutting down the whole studio and just closing it down because they lost all their money. So Amazon's a little bit bigger, could survive something like that. You know, they have, they tend to make a lot of money, it appears, as the largest corporation in the world. But, um, that's I'd say that's the big stuff. Nothing new is really coming out that people should be super aware of, as far as I can am aware. Are you of. are you interested in the Guardians of the Galaxy video game at all? I mean, it looks interesting. Uh, it's actually specifically a single player RPG, so I like those kinds of games. Uh, I'm always it's been forever since they've really made one or yeah, I'm, a... and I'm wary of a game like that buying it day one. Because is it actually going to be long enough that I want to spend that 60, 60, 70 bucks, right, um, on it? And, it like, you know, games like Skyrim and stuff, right, they're more open world. You can explore for hours and hours and hours. It's worth your money. But Th That you speak that. I meant to look up the to just throw a random contest. Maybe I'll, oh, I'll just do it now, though. Who do you think has more... Uh, titles out there, Skyrim or GTA Five, because they both the newest edition, the twenty twenty one edition. Yep. Like, holy fuck, guys! How much are you guys gonna milk this cow? I would sit probably specifically. I would say uh, Skyrim. That would be my guess. Because GTA Five, when they made GTA Online, I mean, they're just putting out. Ex I would say they're at least putting out expansions, right? So it needs to die. Just so we can get a six. Yeah. Right? GTA five came out like a decade ago. It was like uh, PlayStation three. And mm -hmm. we're on PlayStation five. So it's crossed three generations of consoles. Um, it needs to die, but Skyrim, uh, they just finally announced another Elder Scrolls game not terribly long ago, but it's not coming out anytime soon. They just like did a, pre a preview announcement of it, but um, yeah, it's I hate that. I, <laughs> I mean, at the very least, you get a lot of value out of it, right? True. You, you buy GTA online, and you you have all these different like um, expansions that are coming out for them. A lot of them are free because Rockstar is making tons of cash on shark cards. You know, the real people spending real world money to buy, get in game money. So, you know, there's a benefit to that. You get a bunch of free content. 
Granted, if you go online, you're probably gonna get shot by a space laser, buy some Saudi Arabian prince who just drops a bunch of cash in the game, and then buys <laughs> a space laser. So that's possible, but um, yeah, well, I, I am looking forward to the Guardians of the Galaxy in a sense. I might not buy it day one, but... Well, I'm, I'm a little wary only because of the Avengers game that I was also looking forward to that has sucked major dick like and it's mainly because of they didn't make a great game they made a game where they could make micro transaction money Mm -hmm. to make like people who paid more better in the game like so like this game is not the same style right the same uh genre as the avengers game that they made so um it doesn't have like an end game it's literally just a story it's like playing like a Dragon Age game or like a Bioware game. So like, um, gosh, why can't I think of it? Mass Effect, right? Where it's a single player, mm-hmm. you're just going through a story. When you get to the story, you put the game back on a shelf. Well, right? that makes me a little bit more happier so to. I will also it. say for those who are a fan of it, Adam Sessler gave it a glowing review on X Play. He very much enjoyed it. So if you find yourself agreeing with Adam Sessler a lot. He gave it like a four or a five out of five. So that's cool. Uh, I I bring it up though is because it's got '80s music and yes. there's I just saw this. There is some options that can be done when you're picking some songs that if you make the poor choice, you'll have someone never want to give you up mm-hmm. and you will get rickrolled. <laughs> and that is just again that it keeps on giving back. I remember the first time I ever heard of rickrolling. I was at my friend's house had no effing clue what it was then they showed me the video and they're like you got rickrolled haha and i'm like i love this song like you know like i haven't heard it in forever like i remember when i was younger listening to it and then i learned oh okay i'm supposed to pretend like i don't like it but then i started seeing it everywhere then and i'm like and then you didn't like it (laughs) but then i liked it again because rick ashley just went into it i i do know what that feeling is uh when i dj'd the wedding uh a month or or so ago uh, I did rickroll the crowd, and nobody reacted to it. And I was like, "Wow, this is really disappointing." Like, you know, I put all the effort to rickroll these people, and they didn't even react to it. Uh, most of them were old, so they didn't get it. They're like, "Oh, I remember this song," but um, yeah, I think that was one of the things that was called out in the game is that it's very humorous, and of course, right, just like the movies, it's got the old school soundtrack for Star Lord. But do note that it is not the same voices or appearances of the Guardians of the Galaxy MCU films. These are characters that are, I would say, very comics accurate. Not, you know, you're not going to see a Chris Pratt Star-Lord. You're going to see more comics accurate. Star-Lord and Gamora. And apparently the Gamora is actually the standout story and voice actress, uh, much more than the other characters. So... Um. Last thing I wanted to bring up is there was PulseCon 2021 the other day, and PulseCon is Hasbro's kind of showing off some of mm-hmm. their new lines of toys. I think it's kind of cool, but I also think like they should go to a toy fair and do that because we should see more toys than just these few. Not just what one company's making. Yeah, yeah. because then it's just their line, which they have G.I. Joe, Transformer. They, I mean, they own a lot of properties and by own it's not just that they have the toy line they legit own some of these lines yeah i mean you're seeing their names on the movies yeah based on the toy everything yeah 
and I mean IDW is where the comics of these are made, but no, Hasbro owns all yeah. of them and licenses them to IDW to to use. Um, so I I love Power Rangers. Uh, two things that's coming out of that, which they're I, I don't even know, and I don't even want to start with that yet because. I'm quite happy that the Marvel Legends series, they're bringing the 90s animated Wolverine that they had earlier this summer we'd mentioned, the sad Wolverine with the picture of Jean Grey and everything. Yep. That was like going for like 200 bucks. I think NECA made that one. Um, some other toy company made it where it was very um, interchangeable arms and everything. And again, it was going for a premium price. This one is only twenty six ninety nine, so it comes with two f- faces that you can swap and the picture of Scott and Jean, and he looks just like you know his animated uh, mm-hmm. self. I think that's worth it. Plus, it's cheap enough that you can get. There's a couple other cool toys uh, from the X Men series uh, coming on down and Marvel in general. Want to quick mention that because then the two things from Power Rangers, there is a Lord Zed helmet. And partially, I'm like, that is cool. Like a life-size helmet? Yeah. Okay. So, like, you know, they've done the Power Rangers helmet, you yep. know, Green Ranger, Red Ranger, and everything. Cool and all, but if you remember Lord Zed's kind of, like, well, muscles and, like, his brain's kind of showing. So, where the helmet, like, the back then is, like, a fake, like, red brainish like, mm-hmm. thing. And that kind of just takes me out of, like, it being lord zed like also it's got the huge freaking like z like oh i, the, I like, forget like a like, like unicorn Egyptian horn. style yeah like, symbol on the front of his forehead yeah but it's only i think 100 bucks so i mean two price or 120 bucks which that ain't too bad for a premium helmet but again it's one of those things of like yeah is it good enough quality you could actually wear it like as part of a costume. Oh yeah, you definitely yeah. could. So if you got a muscle suit, like it would be badass. And honestly, if I ever went that route, mm-hmm. I really truly would want to make my own Power Ranger suit and, and steal one of those. But the biggest one, and this is where I'm glad you're here, Anthony. Um, there is uh, what's going on them is the Power Rangers Digital Zord NFT oh. that you can buy for two hundred bucks. Okay. Okay. What is it of? Uh. It's of the the Megazord, so the original dinosaur Megazord, but this is also redeemable for the Ascension Ascension, Ascension Project. God, I, I said that correctly. Ascension Project, which is eluded in secrecy. Like people don't really know what that is, except for that it's going to be a premium toy transformer that you can get or not transformer uh power ranger toy so for 200 bucks you're essentially getting an nft now that later on when this thing gets done you can get it which that honestly is this a non-unique nft like they're doing multiple nfts that like they're gonna put on sale they're gonna put like 20 of them out there or yeah uh i think they had like 200 because it's sold out now i was halfway interested in the actual toy and i was like kind of like 200 bucks so i want it now it'll go for more on the resale market and this and that they look cool and all but again it was the whole the nft thing that i'm like 
why you're mm-hmm. a toy company i don't get it i had one of my friends show me her doji uh dogs that she bought nfts and i'm like and she told me she paid quite a bit for them like 300 bucks for these two unique nfts i'm like what the fuck and she goes well when they get into breeding and stuff and and i'm like what the fuck is this weird fuck like i i know you've explained it yep but i don't get it now i will say this um nfts the biggest thing with why an nft seems like a ripoff is because it has no modern use right it's something that was basically created before a platform was useful for it it's like creating a uh engine for a car but having not invented uh engine frames right so great i have this engine this will be useful one day maybe but there's no use for it right now right um so one thing facebook uh meta uh if you haven't heard about the announcement it's basically facebook um trying to do ready player one they're trying to create a digital universe where um you know likely companies can come in and create things that people can purchase they're trying to make this digital virtual reality platform well the real world's already going like it did in that movie so (laughs) we're getting close columbus isn't quite overpopulated as much as it was in the book but um, if that were to come to fruition and truly reach the uh, envisioning that the uh, Zuckerberg and Facebook leadership are looking for that to be, then NFTs can play a part in that kind of universe because it would basically be like me buying art, right? I have art. It's up in my house. It's a whoever original, you know, this is a tony mckay original artwork that i purchased he you know even if you paint it again right it's not the same as the one that i have um same with like prints right if somebody does an art and then they sell prints of it it's not the same as the art that was originally done and so nfts could kind of be like that right you have a non-forgeable token or non-fungible token that is impossible to duplicate to prove that this is unique and then it could sell in this digital world where you put you know it's not just yeah i could get a copy of it right of whatever that artwork is but only uh, you know somebody else could copy it only i would have the original nft for it great in the modern world it is literally useless it's like somebody because you don't even get the artwork right you're, you don't yeah, have yeah. And there's no ownership over whatever you're getting it's a token that says you have this unique token and that's why this is interesting in where you're going to get the toy the premium toy eventually yep. but uh, i i feel that they're just doing this as it's it's the hip new thing it now it sounds like they're just literally putting the, the letters nft on it because they could just as easily say toy voucher we have 200 <laughs> yeah. toy vouchers for 200 dollars each if you get it, you have access to this thing. The fact that you have an NFT is doesn't make it more valuable. It will because the word NFT is on it. But, yeah, in reality, it's not. Don't be fooled just because something says NFT. Yeah. So, Hasbro, stop this bullshit. I already hate <laughs> what you do with the, the HasLab stuff where you make these premium awesome things, but if you don't get in on time... It's no, just scalper's it's never, market. It's never going to go to retail. It's and... just a scalper's market. So, people, you know, it's like... Uh, the idea we talked about where, you know, kids can't even enjoy Pokemon cards because scalpers are just, just you know, 
ripping the whole market before it even goes to sale. And so some poor little kid who just wants, he doesn't even care about first editions. He doesn't care about a, a 9.6 quality, you know, first edition Charizard or whatever. He just wants a Celebi card that he can show to his friends at school. You can't. So you got to get away. They got to get away from that stuff. PS5s, Haslabs, Pokemon cards, all that jazz. People just keep buying shit that maybe will sell. Who knows? <laughs> and maybe your NFT will sell. Who knows? I don't know. I'm not going to buy it. So you're going to have to find somebody else to buy it. Man, I was putting all my money in <laughs> hoping you were going to buy it. You need to get a refund, <laughs> my friend. All right. Um, that's about all I had. That's it. What's going on in my world as far as I've seen? All right. Well, this week's booze in a book is Chilling Adventures in Sorcery. It's a one-shot. Um, I don't know why this one came out so late because uh, most of the Halloween books come out earlier, but this is uh, Chilling Adventures. We'll kind of usually bring up Chilling Adventures of Sabrina because this is in the Archie universe, mm-hmm. and this is, again, like most of uh, the themed books around the holidays, uh, an anthology, so there's multiple stories within here um, following the Riverdale gang, and because of, you know, I liked it. Uh, I still wish that there was uh, Afterlife with Archie still around, but we're going to pair this with a Rich's, Witch's Brew from Leelanau Cellars. Um, Cellars. Yep. And that's pretty much a very popular wine around this time. One thing I will note, if you do happen to get a bottle of it, uh, there are instructions. You can probably find them online. But this is a wine that's meant to be enjoyed warm, not necessarily cold. So people, a lot of times, they'll, they'll drink it straight out of the bottle, you know, pour it in a glass and drink it. Um, or if you're an alcoholic, you can drink straight out of the bottle. <laughs> but uh, it won't taste as good because it actually is meant to be warmed up. It's almost like a spiced, warm spiced wine. So it's perfect for the winter. Uh, we're getting a little bit colder season now. You know, got that, uh, like you're brewing up some potions, the witches brew back at home, put it in a pot, warm it up a little bit. It tastes a lot better. And with that... Uh... Just stay thirsty for uh, Christmas. It's coming. No, stay thirsty for Thanksgiving. Yes. Damn it, I even fucked myself up. <laughs> we still have Thanksgiving. There's still turkeys to be celebrated before stay we get to Christmas. Stay thirsty for gravy. 